And you see, I was searching for happiness in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not in some motel, hotel, holiday inn. No. It's in that little place I like to call the gin and juice room, man. Now, all y'all, please save with me. Respect my house. Y'all been so good to me. You see, baby, I don't do this just for the recognition. What's my name? Mr. Payne. What's my name? Mr. Payne. Man, they're excited, aren't they? (laughs) I hope you're just as excited. As a matter of fact, I hope you're just as enthusiastic because this is our seventh podcast episode. I will say there will be a time when this podcast will come to an end there will be a time when we have to say goodbye to the last episode on martin because it did end guys 1997 the martin show had to say goodbye to us prematurely and as one very wise person said all good things must come to an end but I will say there's 132 episodes of The Martin Show, so we're not going anywhere anytime soon. You dry those eyes. You dry those eyes because The Martin Show, like I said, although it ended prematurely, it did have 132 episodes. Play that prize music. I offered a prize for anyone that could name all the episodes of The Martin Show that I used for our theme music. I thought you all were stands. I thought you all were at least fans. But no one, I've gotten emails and you all been wrong. I, I love you. Thank you for sending those emails. Thank you for trying. But I'm sorry, no one has figured it out. No one has unlocked the key to the theme music, but this prize rolls over. That's right, it rolls over until someone can break the code. Someone can figure out all the Martin shows that I took the theme music from. And it brings us now to this episode. This is from season three. That's right. I didn't say season two. Episode nine. It aired November the 10th, 1994. So we're all in good company because Martin and his crew, they didn't win either. Those were tonight's numbers, but still no winners. That means our next drawing will be worth more than two and a half million dollars. Told y'all don't play. Janet Jackson. 
Martin and his crew, they're at Nipsey's. Just to give you a little background information about this particular part of the season, Martin and Gina are already engaged and Martin actually is not working for WZUP anymore. He works for Channel 51. After several failed jobs, even being in the unemployment office, going to the cult, trying to find himself. But Martin, in this case, he's a bit of a pessimist when it comes to playing the lottery. But his friends, not so much. Okay, so what were those numbers again? 26, 12, 22, 19, 4, 15. Well, all right. <laughs> That's what friends are for. All right, bye. Pam, who are you talking to? Oh, that was Dionne Warwick from the Psychic Hotline. <laughs> she was giving me my lucky numbers. You know, she said somebody put roots on me. Pam, you know what? This lotto stuff is driving you crazy. Dion said you would say that. <laughs> oh, man, you should have seen me. I was here, Gina. Oh, I was shaking him just like Jordan, Gina. Oh. And we retired him just like Jordan. <laughs> Did you get the tickets? Baby, I got the tickets either. I can't believe you still playing the lottery. Oh, laugh now, little man. You're going to be even smaller when I'm looking down at you from my penthouse. Because when I get this money, you ain't getting nothing. Not yet! <laughs> Yeah, well, you keep hanging out with Pam and all your dreams gonna turn to nightmares. <laughs> all y'all keep talking about winning a lottery. I mean, Tommy, what would you do if you won? Quit your job? Oops, my bad! Hey, girl, now I know why we together, because we here, Jesus. We see it. I give half to moms, half to Big Shirley, other half I keep for myself. How y'all sound, man? You can't get something for nothing. This is America. If you want something, you got to work hard for it. At least that's what they say. You know what? My baby's right, and when it's right, it's right. Y'all better listen uh -huh. to my man. No, no, no. Well, let me take one more jab at it then, okay? Oh. Ain't no such thing as a free ride. Well. And Pam, you should know that most of all. How much money you charge them kids to trot you around the park? There it is. So you can see that Martin has this antagonistic ideal to playing the lottery, which is normally seen by many as a vice or guilty pleasure just in society. But believe it or not, in the history of the lottery, it was considered a civic duty. You can go far back as 1616. They had these instant lotteries. They were used in London to fund voyage to America, which eventually led to the 13 original colonies. These colonies used to build public buildings, roads, and canals using the lottery system. Many of these lotteries were funded by people such as George Washington, Ben Franklin, and John Hancock. The largest winning ticket in history was $1.586 billion. The winners came from California, Tennessee, and Florida. I mean, what would you do with all that money? I mean, think about it. Some people get excited when they just get a really good refund check. Maybe you wanna buy a, a really large mansion. Kinda like the mansion that Martin describes in his stand-up. Eddie has a beautiful fucking house, man. I walked in his house, this man had indoor pool, outdoor pool, bowling alley, music studio, racquetball court, airstrip, every goddamn thing in the house. And you walk in a big ass house like this, hard to act like you ain't no bitch. I walked in like a bitch, like, oh. 
This is real nice, Eddie. This is real nice. And I ain't wanna leave the motherfucker, cause Eddie was like, well, I'm about to go to bed, you know, it's a rep. I was like, you don't want ball or not? Let me hear your album one more time. What's up, what's up, what's up with you? What's up with you? So as this episode continues, let's talk a little bit about Nipsey's. The first time we went to Nipsey's was in season three, episode five, Break Up to Make Up. Nipsey's is a, a lounge. It's a place where you can play pool or even get hustled by a pool shark. You can hide from mad dog no good. You can meet up with your exes to see who's jealous of who. You can have Martin's surprise birthday party. You can even have your wedding rehearsal dinner at Nipsey's. A lot of key moments happened at this particular lounge. The character Nipsey was played by Sean Lampkin. His acting credits include Big Mama's House 1 and 2, Bad Boys 2, and some people don't remember this, he was in the movie Life. That's right, Nipsey shot Biscuit, played by Miguel Nunez Jr. Pretty Ricky what they called him. You may call him Pretty Ricky. You may call him Biscuit. Some of you may even call him the Chicken King. Let me stop you right there, brother. I don't deliver chicken. My family owns chicken fixings. In fact, we own 20 chicken fixings and added five million in profit last year. Should be obvious. What may not be obvious to many is that Sean Lampkin served as an executive assistant to Martin for many of his films, including A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, Nothing to Lose, Blue Streak, What's the Worst That Could Happen, Black Knight, College Road Trip, Wild Hogs, Bad Boys 2, and many more. So in this episode, we're back at Nipsey's. Martin and his friends are sitting around. The energy in the night is just pure excitement and anticipation for tonight's drawing. Hey Martin, you better tonight, man? Yeah, I'm betting, Nipsey. I'm betting none of these fools win a damn thing. That's what I'm betting. You know, when I win the lottery tonight, I'm gonna buy me a nice big beach house, just me and Denzel Washington. Hey, Denzel Washington? Uh, uh, hey, yo, what's up? You gonna be there too, baby. Denzel will just be serving us drinks. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> Maybe I should have bought some more tickets, huh, Tommy? You know, y'all are bugging. You're throwing away all your hard-earned money. You know what, baby? I'm really glad that you stuck to your principles and didn't get involved in all this. One, Thank two, you. three. Hold up, Gina. Gina, I thought you said we weren't involved. No, I said I'm glad you didn't get involved. But don't worry, if I win, I'll break you off a piece. <laughs> Fine. I guess there's nothing left for me to say, but good luck. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, okay. I see how you want to play it now, Martin. He want to wish us good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Martin, we can see right through you. You just want to get next to the winner so you don't miss out. Let me tell you something, Tommy. I know the value of a dollar. I bought floors. Uh, uh, where else? Uh, I delivered mail. I even worked at Hoochie Burger, flipping burgers, Tommy. Okay, I represent the working man, and I don't have money to throw away. Thank you. Quiet, here goes the numbers. Tonight's winning numbers are 18, 22, 14, 14 6, 6, 4, and 56. Yeah. Oh, all your hopes, all your dreams, gone. <laughs> You're down the drain. <laughs> So as you continue to watch this part of the episode, Martin has secretly pulled out his own lottery ticket and he is checking his numbers with the numbers that have been drawn on the television. 
ticket and I won that lottery. <laughs> Martin has won the lottery. We are back in his apartment, but it's not just the same apartment that we're used to. It's not just the do the right thing poster by the door and that ugly leather green couch. No, Martin's apartment is filled with luxury. You have a motorcycle just having to be parked inside of his apartment, a wine rack, a pool table, speaker system. He has a, like a, a portable basketball goal in his home. I mean, like, why does he even need one in his home same reason why he needs the motorcycle in his home he has a personal manicurist doing his nails and he has a guy just like a barber he's just like shaping him up in his house with his smoker's jacket on and he's on the phone making more purchases yes make sure make sure to you too uh -huh. listen home shopping channel yeah give me two of everything uh-huh i want a gold pool stick the speed boat all that uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Was, how long have you been doing this? <laughs> hey, Mark, don't forget to get that uh, uh, Stairmaster for Big Shirt. Yeah. Yeah, give me a Stuntmaster for Big Shirt. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. All right. And want to deliver right away. Thank you. All right. Uh. Ooh, woo. Let me say, let me say, let me say, I like it. See, ain't got the dirt up under the nails. That's nasty. Nasty. Okay, let me take care of you. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm there. Wow, I got my hand. Give me by the hand. Okay, cool. All right, take a little bit. Get on out of here. All right, go on, go on. Get on out of here. All right, thank you. I appreciate this. Listen, y'all may want to be on standby because later on I might need a shape up, okay? All right. All right. Yo, what's up now? Yo, what's look up? at here. Uh, ready? Uh, uh, All right, right now. Hey, why don't we go back to our old high school? Yeah. And buy it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, cool. It's funny. I like it though, but you know what? what I ain't got time. I ain't got time in London, Paris, or Africa. You shut his ass. Boot that. Hey, baby. Where did you get all this stuff? Oh, well, baby, you know, just went out and brought me a little something, something. That's all. Some bags. Sweetheart, I can't believe you're spending money we don't even have yet. Jenna. That's money in the bank. What is you talking about? I'm a millionaire. If I want something, they just put it on my tab. And don't you worry, girl, because on Monday, I get pizzay. <laughs> I know that's right, boy. Come Monday, we gonna be pizzay. <laughs> call, call. I said, I, not we, okay? Get, get, get the sugar daddy out your head. <laughs> I just think we need to slow down a little bit. I mean, let's let's pay for the wedding and save the rest for a rainy day. Okay, cool. Cool. You, you, you're right. Then I guess I better take back what I bought you. You don't need this. You know, I'm going to throw that away. I'm going to throw that away. Now you don't huh? Look at you, huh? Oh, Martin. Yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. A cashmere coat? That's right. Donna Karen or Don King or Don Knick. But it's all good, Gina. It's all good and it's all yours. Uh, Martin, baby. Yeah, baby. Get, get your shoe. Pick up your other shoe. Yeah. <laughs> Those are Donna Karen. <laughs> you, know, you don't let one shoe stay on the floor. Ah! Baby. Yeah, baby. What I meant to say is we rich, huh? we rolling, baby. Yes. 
I'll tell you, that's why I go out and buy all that. So normally Jean is the level-headed person in the relationship, but she too has fallen prey to what it feels like to win the lottery. A lot of people will say, oh, I'll be responsible. I won't just splurge when I win the lottery, but obviously it's it's easier said than done now i will say this is a, a fun part of the episode because it brings me back to the episode i don't have the heart you know martin and pam they have their banter as we always speak of but in this case pam is being nice to martin it's kind of the reverse of when martin wanted to be pam's best friend because of only one main goal me simon and this guy bye but in this case, it's Pam's turn to suck up to Martin. What's up? Look at you looking as good as you want to look. <laughs> all right, what you think? All right, all right. What's happening? Uh, what's happening? <laughs> you in the gym, bro? I'm gonna help you. Get up. <laughs> that it's time to present more gifts to his friends. Now that I have everybody here, I got something for y'all. Gather up! Oh, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut Nothing after the way y'all treated me in Nipsey's no, dog. No, 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 no
when y'all thought y'all was gonna win the lottery, that's when y'all started treating me all nasty. Oh. in random order. Okay. okay. So here we go. I'm going to take it out here. Right here. No, that's you. Right here. And... Hey, man. Okay. All right. What is it? Oh, my damn. A check for $2,000. But I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say, man. Hey. Except, what time the bank calls? Let me go. Let me go. This is my biggest payday ever. What is it? What? Ooh, I ain't seen this many zeros since Big Charlotte stepped on the scale. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo. You know what? <laughs> I know that we've had discrepancies in the past, but Martin, you know, it's just so good to have you as a friend. Girl, go ahead. You, you know, did. I mean, you've been with my woman for a while. Why should not? You know, I better stop doing this thing. You yeah, but did. it's for her. It's for her. Right? No, you did. <laughs> Gift certificate, good for one week at Mr. Maurice's house of body waxing. What you mean? How, what you mean? How good I, Gina? All right, it's Pam. That's well over two thousand dollars worth of work. Look up under the thing. See if they got the oh, 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 oh. All the money in the world ain't gonna make me kiss up to you anymore. Right. Tommy, Tommy. Trooper, you? Baby, I don't Ooh. know about this. I don't. I don't want our friends to feel alienated. What, Gina? No, baby, it ain't like that. Call. I'm serious. I'm serious. Call. Hold on. Are you alienated? No, I'm a Baptist. <laughs> So in this scene, Martin is at his job, Channel 51, word on the street, and he decides he wants to talk to his boss, Mrs. Rodriguez. Mrs. Rodriguez is played by Angelina Estrada, and her acting credits are pretty interesting. She did eight episodes of Martin. She was in the movie Ghost, and she was also in one of those movies that has probably traumatized me as a child because my family always wanted to rent horror movies from Blockbusters, and if Blockbusters didn't have it, they'd go over to Turtles and get things like Freddy's dead the final nightmare her other acting credits included sister sister bosom buddies with tom hanks shout out to tom hanks and chico and the man just to name a few oh miss rodriguez uh, i rolled up on a lot of money yeah yeah miss rodriguez i won the lottery yeah you won the lottery i'm rich oh, 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 oh. no money whoa oh whoa hey whoa no no that's my money that's my money that's your money <laughs> Oh, but Miss Rodriguez, I gotta tell you, I owe you. Cause you took a chance on me when I was ass out. So if you will have me, I wanna collect my two and a half million dollars right here on channel 51. Come on, talk to me. Tell me something. 
Oh, I like that. You like it? Uh, I'm going to call the lottery people right now. Oh, okay. The common man accepting his millions on the job. That's right. That's right. See, I won't forget my roots. That's right. I'm a simple man. I'm a common man. Knowledge. Right? <laughs> Money won't change me. <laughs> Money won't change me at all. But as we know, as this scene opens up, Money has changed Martin to the point that he has hired Tommy and Cole to be his secret service. They are in trench coats with glasses and earpieces telling everyone to move back as Martin and Gina come on a moving platform to accept their winnings. They have jumped on the lottery presenter. They are fighting because they want their $2.5 million, which they have now found out has been part of the biggest tie ever. So we go back to Martin's now empty apartment, erased from all the excess that was there when he thought he had won the lottery. And Martin and Gina are sitting on the couch coming to grips with the fact that they are no longer millionaires, possibly facing assault charges as well. Well, look, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, she didn't mean it. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I, I'm telling you, I appreciate it. All right. Oh, baby, that was the lottery, man. He's going to drop the charges. No, baby. Oh, he said, he, you know, he, he understands people just get like that, you know, when it's a lot of money involved. Yeah, I know, but he said his neck a little sore, but I'm going to put some curl cone or something on Okay, well, uh, let's see, let's see, boo. I, uh, I took back the Stairmaster, the pool table, the motorcycle, Elephant Man's bones. Uh, I'm gonna call Michael and see if he wanna buy those back. Uh, other than that, I'd say, uh, we still about a thousand dollars in the hole. 
Ouch. Ouch, ouch. But you know what? You know what? I'm not, I'm not gonna hang my head low. Nah, nah. We just gotta make our millions the hard way, that's all. I ain't, I ain't gonna hang my head down. I ain't gonna put my head. At least we got to be millionaires for the day. That's it. That's it, it. We felt it. We felt it. But it was so, like... Hey, hey, keep, put the head up. Put it up. Huh? Don't let nobody drop. Keep your head up. <laughs> we not gonna hang our head down. <laughs> no, we not. <laughs> hey, bro, let me see how you gonna put your head up. Put your head up. Keep it up. episode whole lot of trouble which again aired november 10th 1994 the director in this episode was garen keith once again he has done all our podcast episodes thus far you can go back to the first podcast and you can hear some of his directing credits but our writers are phil kellard and tom moore some of the highlights of phil kellard's writing credits included 1965 hollywood squares the wolfman jack radio show star search the red fox show my two dads doogie hauser md the waynes brothers and for tom moore he had 35 writing credits and some that I thought were worth mentioning included this night show with Johnny Carson the Diane Carroll show SNL the Richard Pryor show which I think everyone should get on DVD box set I mean when you have Robin Williams in your sketch comedy show and Paul Mooney writing most of those sketches you have comedy magic you can also understand why this show did not last that many seasons because think about those people on a sketch comedy show Paul Mooney writing and then starring Richard Pryor alongside Robin Williams of course Paul Mooney was was also in the sketches Tim Reed John Witherspoon Marshall Warfield just to name a few I mean it only lasted four episodes and that's before Robin Williams did Mork and Mindy that's just a little bit of comedy history for you other shows that Tom Moore wrote for included Hooperman shout out to John Ritter R.P. John Ritter My Two Dads The Red Fox Show What's Happening The Bad News Bears Doogie Howser MD Wayne's Brothers and even The Late Night Show with Jimmy Fallon so you know guys it's about that time it's time for us to get to stepping so that's what we're gonna do little bit of housekeeping real quick i just want to bring back the polls because you all have been very responsive on those the poll for this week is what was your favorite leon lenny love episode this is the reverend leon lenny love played by the phenomenal david allen greer you know him from a living color amazing amazing actor just tell us emails at the martin show podcast at gmail.com let us know we'll probably do that episode next hint hint and finally don't forget to subscribe to our podcast we can be heard on every platform or podcast are available so subscribe tell your friends to subscribe and share the love of this wonderful experience we call the martin show podcast now before we say peace i just want to give you a little bit more of how martin ends his stand-up when he talks about having that large house having that experience being that millionaire like martin was that millionaire for a day and how it could possibly affect your relationship but you know what i found out though Women 
Don't leave your ass as quick when you got a nice place, do they? Motherfucker, some of you ladies know a comfortable goddamn roof over your head when you see one. But let you have some fucked up shit, some piston-fested shit. You better not say them words, get out. Get out of Shabbat, motherfucker. I thought your ass would never say nothing. You keep everything I bought over here, you're probably pissed on that. Let you have some nice shit, some fly shit. Oh, they act like they gonna leave your ass. You in front of them, look here, look, fuck all this, fuck all that. I'm tired of all this motherfucking art. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't respect me to love, I'm trying to get to you. All this shit is yours, you know what I'm saying? Indoor pool, outdoor, racquetball court, all this shit is yours. The acres, this shit is your shit. Yeah, I know it's material, but it's your shit, you know what I'm saying? I try to share that shit with you, you know what I'm saying? But you don't like that shit, pack your shit and get the fuck out, then leave. They play that shit all quick, fuck you, I don't give a fuck what you have. Your little indoor pool, outdoor pool. Your little bowling out, little music studio, that's material, okay? Material don't make the motherfucking hard, motherfucker, that don't make the hard. That don't make the hard. I can fuck what you have, okay? Fuck you, keep all your little bullshit. Fuck you, keep all this shit. Then they walk to the door and turn around. <sighs> Why you acting like this? Come on, let's walk the acres and talk about it. <laughs>